Shalom, welcome to Torah Bites. This is Alan Gilman with Torah Bites for the week of November the 26th, 2022, the 2nd of Kislev, 5783. This week's message is entitled, What's Going On in There?, and I'm reading from Bereshit, Genesis chapter 25, verses 21 through 23. And Isaac prayed to the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord granted his prayer, and Rebekah his wife conceived. The children struggled together within her, and she said, If it is thus, why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire the Lord, and the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you shall be divided. The one shall be stronger than the other, the older shall serve the younger. Human life is a journey of discovery. From the beginnings of consciousness inside our mothers, we embark on a process of realization. As we encounter early sensations of feeling and the strangeness of muffled sounds, we eventually emerge from protective darkness into the brilliance of an illuminated environment. We quickly develop mentally and physically as we interpret our surroundings and try to make sense of a strange new world. The wonders of being alive continue. Tragically for many, this process, overwhelming at times to be sure, ends far too soon. Not only a death, but for reasons deep in the psychology of self, midway through life as well. The ever-changing complexities of life and the sheer apparent infiniteness of potential experiences is far too difficult for some to absorb. Thus, they prefer the illusion of predictability and the false comfort that stems from closing oneself off from the meaning that arises from the unexpected. I don't know how much Isaac and Rebecca grasped of the great epic story they were a part of. Isaac's father Abraham surely told his son of his unusual encounters with the unseen God. Isaac, the miracle baby, endured the trauma of his father's willingness to offer him as a sacrifice. He survived because God apparently changed his mind. He later married Rebekah due to a set of sweet providential circumstances. At least that's how Abraham's servant, tasked with finding his master a wife for his son, recounted the events. Whatever was going on, it was essential for Rebekah to have children. For God's promise to her father-in-law to come to pass, children were necessary, but it wasn't happening, a plight I've been told happens to about 25% of all couples. While not possessing the modern techniques of our day, I'm sure their culture offered a myriad of solutions for such a condition. We don't know if they considered any of these. What we do know is that Isaac prayed to the God of his father. Not only that, but his prayer was answered. What a relief! And yet, Rebecca knew something was wrong, so she, like her husband, prayed. From the language of the text, her request wasn't so much about fixing her predicament, but a desire to know what was going on. What was going on was a conflict on an international scale. Two nations were struggling within her womb. I don't know what an ultrasound would have revealed besides two babies, each within their own placenta, given they were fraternal twins. While science is open to us a vast sphere of wonders, it cannot give access to meaning, purpose, and destiny. Only God can. Rebecca's openness to God by inquiring of Him allowed her and us to discover the grand purposes of God hidden within her womb. 
The lack of this type of inquiry among people today has narrowed the universe into a closed box of meaninglessness. Committing to view life exclusively through a materialistic lens of personal ambition and comfort has cut us off from the grand story that we're all a part of. How many people are carrying embryonic wonders, actual and metaphorical, of which they have no clue, because they refuse to inquire the master of the universe as to what is going on within them? In our day, the discomfort Rebecca experienced could be easily resolved by surgically terminating her babies. But whether or not such tools were at her disposal, she knew that what she was carrying in her body was ultimately not about her. Her ability to see beyond herself led to the insight that God gave her. Thankfully, her focus wasn't on herself, but instead she reached out to the only one who could provide the insight she desired. What are we missing due to our self-focus and narrow materialistic view of life? There may be far more to the turmoil churning inside of us. What do you think would happen if we opened ourselves up to the God of Rebecca and received his insight into what is really going on in us? Torah Bites is located on the web at www.torahbytes.org. Comments may be sent to info at torahbytes.org. You can follow us on Twitter at Torah Bites. Until next time, this is Alan Gilman for Torah Bites. Le hit